Prophetic Healing and Miracles Night. Ministry of Fire invites you to He is God, Holy Spirit Power Program. Do you need prayer, healing, or deliverance? Know that God's healing power and healing virtue is touching you today. God wants to take your pain and turn it into joy, your sorrow into success. Turn your tragedy into a triumph. God is bringing a turnaround in your life. He is breaking the darkness and bringing you into God's marvelous light. Your miracle is waiting for you. Prophetic Healing and Miracles Night. Ministry of Fire invites you to He is God, Holy Spirit Power Program.
Do you need prayer, healing, or deliverance? Know that God's healing power and healing virtue is touching you today. God wants to take your pain and turn it into joy, your sorrow into success. Turn your tragedy into a triumph. God is bringing a turnaround in your life. He is breaking the darkness and bringing you into God's marvelous light. Your miracle is waiting for you.
set us free Supreme God, love God, our master For all eternity, be my master forever
Let every satanic plan that concerns my life be rendered a failure. survive and I will reign with Christ for all of eternity yes I will survive and I will reign with Christ through all of eternity Amen Amen
under the day Your love will always remain So thank you For giving me a chance in this life And thank you For showing me the way So thank you Father God, thank you for giving us the opportunity to worship you. Thank you for giving us a chance. Thank you for giving us salvation. Thank you for giving us holiness, joy, peace. We thank you because we know that you are the only true God. And there is none like you. And we thank you. We thank you for walking with us, for guiding us, for giving us supernatural strength. for always being there for us. We thank you. It's our desire to honor you, to glorify your name. We can stop saying thank you. Thank you. Thank you for so many times that you have protected us. So many times you have given us the right answer. You have given us the right direction. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for forgiving us. Thank you because your word is truth. 
Thank you for never leaving us or forsaking us. We can continue giving you thanks all night long and for all eternity. Because it is only because of you. We thank you for giving us the Holy Spirit. Father God, we thank you for giving your Son for us. Thank you for giving us discernment. Thank you for giving us wisdom. Thank you. Lord, I pray tonight for everyone that is listening to this podcast. Lord, you know their needs. know their personal situation, but because you know all things, I declare decree that every situation, every turmoil, and everything that the people are going through, Father, that tonight there will be a revival in their hearts. They'll be able to say thank you, but not just from their mouth, but from within their heart. They will not stop saying thank you for the miracles that are taking place in their lives, in their family life. And we give you praise because you are God. Holy Spirit, fall fresh on us. Let the fire of the Holy Spirit be our portion every day of our lives. We thank you. We thank you for our families. We thank you for the miracles that are happening in our family's life, co-workers' life, friends' life, because they will know that it is because of you. And they will join us in saying thank you. Father, again and again, we know that everyone that is listening tonight will leave this podcast change, transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit. Their eyes will see, their ears will hear, and their heart will be transformed. A heart that is willing and obedient. Your word says that if we're willing and obedient, we shall eat of the good of the land. So we break the power of the enemy over those that are listening today and those that will be listening 
in the days ahead. We break the power of the enemy over your life. Anything that the enemy had planned for your life, it is broken in the name of Jesus. It is nullified. It will be of no effect in your life or your family life. He won't have no choice but to take his dirty hands from you in Jesus' name. Where there is confusion, we declare confusion, go in Jesus' name. Sickness, go in Jesus' name. Father, thank you because wherever there is lack of finances, are the owner of the wealth of the world. So we declare that those that are going through financial problems, today is the last day. Enemy, we speak to you and we tell you, take your hands of those that are totally sold out to God. Because then you are trespassing. God has given us the power to cast out any demons. Any demon of oppression must go in the name of Jesus. Any curse that has been spoken towards our life, it's broken in Jesus' name and you just have to go in the name that is above us. Holy Spirit, stay with us as we tonight reflect on what we have studied for the past three to four weeks. Because you need us to be free. We desire for us to fulfill our destiny. Thank you for that. We're doing, we're believing your word, Father God. No matter what, we cannot doubt, but we need to believe that you still the one that is in control. You are God Almighty, the beginning and the end. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy. Praise be the name of Jesus. Praise be his holy name forever and ever. We thank you. We just thank you for tonight. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your anointing. Thank you for the glory of God in this place. Thank you for healing. Thank you for miracles. In the name of Jesus, we honor you. We honor you. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Again, thank you for joining us tonight. I know 
but by the time we finish the podcast, you will never be the same. For the past couple of weeks, we've been talking about curses. And I just pray that if you haven't listened to the previous podcast, that you can go to the website, www.ministryoffire.org and go on their podcast and you can listen to the teachings. This is very, very important. Today, God confirmed to me that what I am teaching, it is really what is in the heart of God. Because I was listening to a prophetic word where the man of God was saying that this is the time for us to go to war. This is the time for us to believe the word of God. This is the time for the church, the body of Christ to take a stand and say no to the devil. That was so encouraging to me because this is what the Lord has put in my heart to share with you all because God came to save us, to heal us, and to deliver us. And we need to believe that what he says in his word is the truth. And we need to start using the weapon, which is the word of God, which is the blood of Jesus. Because no weapon formed against you or me shall prosper. And then you may say, so how come? I'm glad you asked because tonight we're going to talk to you. Probably my own experiences, what the word of God says, and what he's telling you today. You need to close your eyes and you need to trust God. Everything that we need is in his word. Everything that, he need, that we need is in his word. Uh, it amazes me every time that I'm talking to him about a subject. And all of a sudden I'm reading the word of God and I'm saying, wow, this was here. Every question that you have that you need to know is in the word of God. And unless we start reading the word of God, but in a different way, not to memorize verses, but to know and know and know that every time that you read his word is bringing life to you. That you're reading the word because you desire to know him. That there is no other reason but that yearning for you to know him better. And there is no other way to know him than through his word. Take the time to read it. Take the time to ask questions. Take the time to chew it and taste it and then swallow it. 
because it is a precious food that God has prepared for all of us. So tonight we're going to reflect a little bit in the things that uh, we has that I have spoken about before. And you need to know that God wants you free. He does not want you to be bound. He does not want you to be in a cage. He doesn't want you to be tormented. Because when we are in any of those places, you cannot hear God well. You cannot do what he wants you to do. So you cannot fulfill his destiny in your life. So one of the things I want you to remember that curses are real. And not because when we became born again, people said from now on, you don't need to worry about anything. That was not true. I was told that. And immediately after I became born again, the enemy started attacking my health. But I didn't have anyone to tell me what to do. But I always believe that when I was a little baby in Christ, that there is nothing bigger than God. That he is the only one that can, that can help me. That there is a book that at time it didn't mean too much to me. But whatever that book says was the truth. And that's when my journey started. Even before I became born again, the Lord will show me Bible verses and he will say to me, write it down and memorize it. I wasn't born again, but I had a list of Bible verses all over my bedroom and even the bathroom because I did not understand, but I knew that it was God. So now he's telling you and me, I do not want you to be in this oppression because curses come to bring oppression. Curses come to paralyze you from doing God's plan and purpose for your life. But we were told that everything was going to be okay. Whenever a curse comes to you, there is a reason. In other words, there is a door that was open. They're coming from your ancestor. It's coming from somewhere. Because none of, none of us were perfect. 
So that curse is coming from somewhere. If you did not deserve a curse, it will not come to you. It means if there was not a door open, if there was not something wrong that you did, that curse will not come on you. In other words, if there is no uh, reason for a curse to come, it will not come. But we have all sinned. We all. So you need to know that if you don't deal with that curse in your life, if you don't break that curse, it's going to continue to operate in your life. A curse is something spiritual, and it can only be resolved with a spiritual means. When sin remains in your life, curses remain. Remember what the word of God says, that Christ has redeemed us from the curse because he made himself a curse from us. So now you and me, we need to say, so why this? Sometimes we think that just praying is going to help. Maybe just fasting is going to help. Normal prayers will not help. They have to be a specific prayers that are done with power and determination. Nations and people all over the world are suffering, are suffering the consequences of all these curses. When something comes to you, I'm talking about a curse, when a curse comes to you and you don't deserve it, what you need to do or say is go back to the sender. But you need to understand that even in the Bible, you know that there are curses that they will not come out just with a prayer. It has to be fasting and prayer. And sometimes you need to have people to support you in that journey. One of the biggest problems that people are having is curses that come while you sleep. Dreams. Dreams that you wonder, where are they coming from? And I feel And I believe that in this last day, he is going to do whatever it takes to bring those curses 
through dreams because dreams is a way that God can speak to us. And because the enemy knows that, so he wants to stop that. But we have the power to deal with the dreams. One thing I'm going to tell you, it is that when you start praying for any situation in your life, you cannot give up. Because if you get tired because it's taking too long, and I'm talking about when you're praying, doing declarations concerning that specific situation in your life, the enemy will know and you're done. We cannot be afraid of the enemy. We have more power in us that the enemy has in him. Because the power of God, when we became one with Jesus, when we came into the revelation that we were sinners, and we invited Jesus to come into our heart and take over, we became one with Jesus. Even though we don't feel that like that, maybe you don't feel like that, I don't feel, but you need to know that it is the truth. So you need to stand and you need to take your position because the reason the enemy is attacking you, there is only one reason, to take you to hell. And while you are on this life, going through this path with Jesus, he wants to interrupt, take away your peace, keep you not at a good, test, uh, at a good testimony of Jesus. In other words, what the enemy wants is for you not to be a good testimony for the God that we save, that we serve. So he wants to destroy, he came to destroy, to kill, and you need to understand that. So you need to take, if you don't take your place now, we're in the last days, when are you going to take your place? When? What are you waiting for? We need to believe his word. And we need to say, no, the Bible say that the people are oppressed because there is no one that can say go in the name of Jesus. So people all over the world are oppressed just because nobody wants to say you go in the name of Jesus. Because every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And we are afraid. We say that we believe the word of God, but we don't. Because when you really, really, really have an encounter with God and his word, and you know that he says, I have given you the power, you are going to stand in that power. 
but it is not until you know that you know. This is not something everybody has, says that I love the word of Jesus. I love the word of Jesus. And the word of Jesus is truth. But if the law, if the word of Jesus is truth for you, which is it, 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 that's what it is, how come you are going through all of this? Oppression, oppression, and oppression. Unless you take the word of God and believe in your heart that it is the word of God and that, that what that word says is going to happen, I'm having a problem. Because we all need to come to that place when you know that you know that you know that God says, I have given you the power and you're going to have to believe what God said. What about this situation with oppression? What about the oppression? There's so many people that are oppressed. You know that you talk to people and they always tell you a story. I don't like to ask people anymore. And I learned this from my bishop, that you ask people, how are you doing? And they start telling you a story. They talk about everything. So the best thing for you and me to do is never ask anybody, anyone, how are you doing? Because they all have a story to tell. But while I am doing this study, while I am learning, because that's the word, this is one of the things that the Lord showed me that all these curses come because somewhere, somehow, there is a problem. And they all come from the condition of the heart. What he's saying is that the condition of your heart determines your freedom. The condition of our heart determines our freedom. The word of God says that the heart is malicious, envious, jealous, greedy, and the heart may never be able to gain their freedom. Why? Because you know that the heart is deceitful. So because of that, the first thing that we need to deal with is the heart. Proverbs 4.23 says, keep your heart with all diligence 
for out of it are the issues comes the issues of of uh of life you know that our heart is full of unforgiveness bitterness malice and you know all of that when something happened to you you just want to retaliate immediately so we need to know that all of that is coming because they are situations in our life we spoke about eating in dreams that's really bad for those people that say they don't dream that is bad also okay and i'm gonna be talking to you about oppression because i believe that we need to understand what is oppression obsession and possession i want you to meditate on that what it is oppression obsession and possession oppression is a way that you're never happy absolutely never happy you know that it is like like you are carrying the world on your shoulders i know because i've been there and i know that many of you you also have been there i pray that as we talk a little bit about oppression that you can not only take this information from you but that you will take this information to help other people oppression will make a man or a woman mad you need to understand that oppression is not just the physical act but oppression is it affect other parts oppression affect the physical psychological financial mental academic marital spiritual okay because it is like a spiritual disorganization because you cannot think right and it is a tool from the enemy remember that it is a tool 
from the enemy. When you are oppressed, you don't have peace. You know immediately, immediately that there is something wrong. Because if you don't have peace, you cannot hear God speaking to you. Ecclesiastes 7, 7. And I want you to write this down because this is important. It says that surely oppression make a wise man mad. And it destroy the heart. I'm going to say that again. Ecclesiastes 7, 7. Oppression make a wise man mad. And it destroy the heart. The enemy is always looking for ways to destroy us. Always. I don't think that he has a, a, a second of rest. Him and all his entities, they're always looking to see who can, who can be destroyed. And it is not about the destruction only, but if you think about it, people that go to church with you or that know you, they will make comments like, he or she is a Christian and look the kind of life she's living. She doesn't think right. She is a mess. You have heard this before. They find a name for you because what they want to do is criticize, not you, but the God that you say you serve. Think about that one. They want to criticize God. If that is not good enough for you to say, I need to be free, then nothing else will. Because they are criticizing who you are and what they say, look, she's in church every single day. And do you see the way she speaks? She's been in church for 30 years and she doesn't have anything to show forth. Let me read a testimony. This lady came from the United States and she had three children and was an orphan, okay? The, the lady that she came uh, to the country from the United States with her husband, 
She had three children and was an orphan. She accompanied her husband back to her country. Okay, they moved back to their country. And on arrival, her in-law took the things, took her things, the wife things, and threw her out. And they took the children from her. She had no one to run to and no place to turn. And look at this. Until she was taken to a herbalist who told her to make the sacrifice. If you do this sacrifice, and we know what, all of you know what I'm talking about. If you do, that's why um, I said last week, and I'm going to say it again, the Lord told me to tell everyone to be very careful with people that sell herbs. Because those herbs, they have already, already been sacrificed to other gods. Okay? So, again, I want to remind you of that. So, the herbalist told her to make the sacrifice and that everything was going to be resolved. She was a banker and had a master's degree. But she followed the instruction of the witch. And you know what she did? This uh, witch prepared her herbalist, you see, because that's the thing. They don't want you to know that they're witches. The herbalist prepared a pot for her. This is a woman that was well prepared, that she had a master, that she was not ignorant. But when the herbalist asked her, told her, we're going to prepare this, and I want you, with this, you're going to resolve the problem. Usually, you know, they ask for money and um, they have to pay. Okay. So what happened was that at the moment that this well-educated woman Listen to the herbalist. She took the pot that this person prepared for her, that it was a sacrifice. And she started walking with this pot on her head at night, naked. And she lost her mind. Sometimes we think that this happened only to people that are not educated. But that's not true. If we, at, at, at any time, we deviate from the word of God, we're going to get in trouble. So today we can 
declare that any power carrying sacrifices against me and you die in the name of Jesus. We need to remember that the enemy wants to destroy you. That is so hard for you to assimilate. It is very hard. I understand that they can be someone that is so wicked that day and night, the only thing that he's doing or they are doing is plotting to see how to destroy you. But when we realize that that is the, the truth, then it's when we grow closer and closer to the word of God, because the word of God is God. And we know that the only one that can save us out of this situation, it is God. Let me read another story. I think stories are good, or testimony is not a story, it's a testimony. And I think they are good because they, we will never forget. When someone shares a testimony, we will never forget. A sister wanted a husband desperately. And she met someone who took an egg and rubbed it all over her body three times and then gave it to her to swallow it. Not only did she not get a husband after that, she found herself in a bondage. She always felt from that day on an urge to have sexual affairs. To have sexual affair with that man that gave her the egg. So you know clearly what was going on. Oppression is just a tool of the enemy. The Bible says, for this cause was the Son of God made manifest that he might destroy the works of the devil. The devil himself is a destroyer. For we know that it is written that he came solely to kill, to steal, and to destroy. While Jesus came to save us. And that we might have life and have it abundantly. So when you don't have this life that Jesus came to give us, you need to wonder what is going on. The enemy desire is for the whole world to crave for him. 
because he really wants to take God's place. Think about that. Let me share another testimony. After one of the anointing services we had some years ago, a brother who used to hear the cry of a cat at night beside his window, anointed the window. He went to sleep, but was suddenly awakened by the cry of the cat. He got up, took his Bible, and his anointing oil, and this is what we need to do, and went outside. The cat was glued to the window and began to talk. And look what he said. Please, I did not come on my own. I was sent here. He killed the cat and burn it. In other words, I was saying to you that a curse does not just come to come. It's coming from somewhere. See, I look at the cat. He said, no, I was sent here. Someone sent it. Just remember, that a curse without purpose, then it's not a curse because it's coming from somewhere. Someone send it. The enemy has really taken over the house of God. And you know that. Many, many, many houses of God, they exist just for profit. So that's the opportunity for the enemy to come in and destroy God's sons and daughters because they are not acquiring the knowledge to deal with situations like this. We will perish for lack of knowledge. What you don't know, they say, what I don't know, it will not affect me. That's a lie from the enemy. What you don't know is going to affect you. Oppression can remove that thing that we say, I just feel it in my stomach. That's an alert that comes. When you're oppressed, you are not going to feel that. Because the enemy will not allow you to feel that alert inside of you that is telling you go this way or go that way. If you really, really, really sit down and uh, 
look at the effect of oppression and you are not frightened, there is something wrong. Because oppression can destroy anyone at any time. And you say, but how? Oppression is going to make you think of giving up. Sometimes you feel that you are not enough. Some people, they just think about, they don't want to live anymore. There is always a hardship and there is always a frustration, one after another. And because of that, the enemy will send the spirit of suicide as a solution to the problem. It takes the grace of God to oppress the oppressor. I'm going to say that again. If we really understand the world that is out there that we, did, that we really don't know because we have never been taught about it, we will be so close and dedicated and sold out to God because we will understand that without God, we cannot go. And the, when I say without God, I am not saying that you're religious and go to church. I am not saying that one day you ask Jesus to come into your heart and now you live like you want to. No, 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 no. I'm telling you, someone that is sold out to God, someone that is focused on God, someone that obey God, that is the person that we, God expects us to be. But sometimes we forget. But my recommendation to you, it is to read the word of God, not like a history book, not to memorize it and just say, because, oh, because I know what it says here, there. No, 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 no. Because you want to know him. And the only way for you to know him personally is through his word. And of course, listening to him. One of the things that is going to happen when the enemy oppress you is that you lose the focus. Any no longer you know what to do. Sometimes you feel that God forgot you. When there is a promotion, you feel that that person was promoted instead of you. And all of this is because one reason. Because God wants your mind to be confused and he wants you 
to eventually kill yourself. Just think about that. That's the only reason that he's going to do whatever he needs to do. Whatever. It doesn't matter what it is. So you can lose your mind. So you can be confused. There are certain things that I want you to know about oppression, the power of the oppressors. I'm not going to talk about who the oppressors are tonight because I have other things in my heart that I believe God wants you to know. So anything, just see, see the oppression like this, anything that is affecting your body, your soul, your spirit, your life, your business, in a negative way, is an oppressor. Just think about it. I'm going to say that again. Anything that it is affecting your body, your soul, your spirit, your life, your business, your family, anything that it is oppressing you in a negative way is called an oppressor. Anything that it is ruling your personal life in a hard, cruel way is an oppressor. I want you to meditate on that. And what I want you to do now is to think and be honest with yourself because we can never, never lie to the Lord because he knows. So right now, my question to you is, Take a minute and say, which part of my life has been oppressed? Which part of my life has been oppressed? And the question is, do you want to be free? Do you want to be free? I'm going to show you certain things that I hope that you get mad. These are things you need to know about the oppressor or oppressors, because it could be more than one. 
And if you get upset, then you will want to do whatever it takes not to allow these demons, entities, you want to be free. Because look at what is the reason that these entities come to oppress you. The main purpose, the purpose number one is because the enemy wants to keep you away from serving God. Think about that one. They don't want you to make progress in God. They don't want you to fulfill your destiny. They want for you not to have peace. Number two, you need to know that for the oppressor to come into your life, it has to be a door to enter in. There has to be a door to enter in. And like we said before, they can be generational. They just cannot come in and start working. They cannot do that. Something that had happened in your life or your ancestor was the door for them to come in. Sometimes you yourself don't know. And sometimes you are the one that has disobeyed God. And, and sometimes we think that it is, God is going to tell us, um, I don't know, uh, fly away or, or, or do a $50 million building. That's not what it is. Those little things that God tell you not to do, Okay, and those things that you know you shouldn't be doing. Maybe God told you, leave alone your friend. She's not good for you. But because we depend on being accepted by our friends, you continue with a friend. You did not come to save the world. The only one that is going to save the world is Jesus. And sometimes uh, people come and bring their problems to you and to me because they have chosen to live a life that it is not pleasing unto God. 
and they come and they tell you all the mess and they leave it in your hands. Sometimes we think that we want to save our family. We cannot save anyone. We cannot do anything for anyone. The Bible doesn't say try to change your brother or your sister or your daughter or your son. No. God is calling us to serve. And the enemy will love to distract you with those from the inner circle. Because the Bible says that your enemies are those of your own household. So while you are distracted and not doing what God is calling you to do, because you need to help this friend. And then you wonder why, why I have this oppression in me because you have been disobedient. You cannot do anything. You see, people love to ask for prayer. But they never come to a church. I'm talking about a Bible-believing church that believes in everything that the Bible says. But every time that they have a problem, they know who to call. But if you invite them to a service or a special gathering, they don't come because they're busy. But they call you when they have a problem. You need to stop that. You were not created to save the world. God has those that you're supposed to serve. It might be five people. It might be 10. It does not matter how many people God called you to serve. But I assure you that he did not call to serve your family. because your family has already become familiar with you and whatever, they can see signs and wonders that are happening in your services, in your home, in your prayer group. But they know who you are from the past and the things that you did in the past, so they cannot believe you. And God knew that. Jesus knew because Jesus said he couldn't, he couldn't uh, uh, do more miracles. Why? Because the people knew him. In other words, they have become familiar. And even though he was really God, he was Jesus. He had everything. He could have done anything for them. Familiarity. is something that will destroy people. When you become familiar, it doesn't matter who that person is. It does not matter that he, God has used him or her to 
uh, save the world, heal all humanity, you will never be healed because you have become familiar. And that is a sin. Familiarity is a sin. So you will die from sickness, even though your brother or sister, God has used them to heal cities and towns. Familiarity is a sin. And it will destroy anyone. The oppressor have different kind of power. And let me share a testimony. It means that whatever that entity that is oppressing you in the realm of the spirit, because everything is in the spirit first, it has a certain amount of power. In other words, different levels of power. Let me share a testimony. A man of God, pray hard to God for somebody to be delivered from a particular thing. While he was praying, the man of God, he saw a vision that the person that he was praying for was being guarded by some soldiers and lions. Each time he tried to move near the lions, they roared and tried to jump at him and he ran away. This continued until the vision clear. The problem of that person remained and the man of God cried unto the Lord saying, why is this lion preventing me from setting the person free? And the Lord said, you need to obtain sufficient power because the power oppressing this person is higher than you think. So he went into a fasting and prayer. It was then he could conquer the lion and the person was set free. Sometimes certain things go easily when you order them once to do so in the name of Jesus, but some will not go as a single command. And that's what I was telling you that when you start, God start using you and showing you, because it's always yourself first, okay? If you're not free, how can you free other people? If you're not healed, how can you heal other people? If you don't have the knowledge about what's going on, how can you give knowledge to other people? 
this pastor that was praying, what he did is he went after God. He needed the knowledge. He needed the understanding. Lord, what is going on? And then God showed them. But can you imagine, look, just think about it. You are going through this oppression and they are lions around you. It could be walls around you, okay? It could be soldiers around you, like it was, that no matter what, your pastor of the, or the person that is helping you, they're not moving. So you need to communicate to the only one that knows all things, which is God, for him to tell you, how do I deal with this situation? If it's not for God, you will never be delivered. If it is a small case or a big case, it does not matter. It is God, the only one that can deliver you. Oppressors, they love to be part of unhappy people. Think about that one. Complainers. Always looking at the negative. And when you are that type of person, you are going to be oppressed because you are opening the door for the oppressor to come in. Oppressors, they love to see you sad. And do you know that when you are that type of person, that you are unhappy, that you are sad, Okay, look what's happening. You are opening a door when you're angry all the time. When you are prideful, you are opening a door for the oppressor to come and stay. They love unhappy people. They love complainers. They love people that have an anger. Why do you think in the word of God says, don't befriend an angry person? Why do you think God warned us not to befriend an angry person? Why? Because God knows that when you're angry, you're not you are unhappy. When you're greedy, when you're prideful, when you're jealous, all of those are doors that you're opening to be oppressed. And sometimes you wonder. When somebody else get a promotion and you say to that person, 
wow, I'm so happy for you, but you know in your heart that you're lying. Because that's not how you really feel. Why her and not me? Let me share a testimony. When a small girl was raped at a very young age, a big door is open in the world of the spirits to something that may happen to her later. Immorality is an open door. Sacrificing things to idols or eating food anyhow, anywhere Maybe because you do not have enough food in the house or because the food is attractive, is opening doors through which these spirits enter. A person who is guilty concerning a matter and concerning himself that he is not guilty, you're opening a door. When a young person, 14 or 15, peeps through the keyhole, you're opening the door. And you're going to struggle forever unless someone that has the experience can help you. Any time that we make sacrifices in some countries, when someone dies, they shave their head. All of those situations bring demons. But on those countries, they believe in that. But because it's in that country and they've been doing that forever, it does not mean that it is right. Remember what I told you about weeks. When they are natural hair wigs, those that hair, they let it grow and they cut it. And after they cut it, it's a sacrifice to their gods. So after they cut their hair, the hair goes into the temple. and is presented to the gods. That hair that has been presented to the gods, after a while, they are sold to companies to be made wigs. And that happened in India, Asia, and many, many other countries.
So without you knowing, you have opened a door. The question is, how can I be immune against the oppressor? We need to live a holy life. A holy life, the devil can stand. And you know that today, everything is, everything goes. Women are almost naked. Now everybody out there is celebrating that they belong to the devil, that they don't believe in God, but they believe in the devil. The music that is coming out is diabolic. And we allow our children to listen to. Doors are open and problems begin. Number two, we need to walk in the spirit. Galatians 5, 16 and 17 is very clear. It says that we need to walk in the spirit and that we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. We also need to be humble. First Peter five, six and nine says, humble yourselves, therefore under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. James 4, 7 says, Submit yourself therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Next, you have to read the word of God and meditate upon it. It means you're reading the word of God because you want to know him. Not because you want to discuss it later on. Not because you want everybody to know that you can recite Bible verses. No. I am reading every day the word of God, and every time that I read it, I say to the Lord, Lord, thank you for allowing me to know you better. Let go of friends and even families that you know, that you know, they are causing you to sin because God might have said to you, let go. It says, uh, 1 Corinthians 15, 33 says, be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. The word of God is the mirror of the spirit. All our faults are exposed in the mirror and the word is able to transform our life. Make sure that you are connected with people that love God with all their heart. Every day, put the whole armor of God. Every day, anoint yourself with oil. 
Every day, dedicate your life to the Lord. Every single day. Ask him, Lord, go deep inside. Search my heart and see if there is something that it is not pleasing unto you. That's what God wants for you and for me. I wrote something that it's important. We're going to end now with these prayers. And I would like you to repeat these prayers because we need to take out of our hearts, mind, our life, those things that are oppressing us. So I want you to repeat after me. I'm going to read it the first time, and then I'm going to read it the second time, and then you can repeat uh, after me. And these are declarations, and these are prayer points that are very important concerning oppression. Every spirit monitoring any area of my life, I bind you in Jesus' name. Now you can repeat with me. Every spirit monitoring any area of my life, I bind you in Jesus' name. Number two, I withdraw my leg and my life from any monitoring spirit in Jesus' name. I withdraw my leg and my life from any monitoring spirit in Jesus' name. Number three, Holy Spirit, incubate me with your fire in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, incubate me with your fire in Jesus' name. Number four, you foul spirits tormenting and harassing my life, lose your hold in Jesus' name. You tormenting, you foul spirits, tormenting and harassing my life, lose your hold in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, because I am free. Father, I thank you for what we have learned tonight. I thank you because of your faithfulness. I thank you because the way you guide us. I thank you because we are free, because you made us free, so we are free indeed. Father, I thank you for everyone that was listening, Lord. I declare and decree, Father, that they are whole. I declare and decree that they're free. And I declare and decree, Father God, that they are the joy of the Lord will overtake them in the name of Jesus, Father. We give you the glory. We give you the honor every single day, Father God. Lord, we are so grateful, Father. And before I go, Lord, I just pray for America. I pray for the world, Father God. Give us the wisdom to pray the way that you want us to pray. Give us the discernment to do what you want us to do, Father. We declare and decree 
that America will rise up again in the name of Jesus. Lord, we will give you the glory and we'll know and we will testify that it was only because of you. <coughs> Excuse me. In the name of Jesus, Father, let the blood of Jesus cover all of us, our families, our jobs, in Jesus' name. Be free in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <coughs> Thank you, Jesus. I'm sorry that I'm coughing. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, thank you for giving us understanding. Thank you for giving us your love, your compassion. Lord, your goodness overtake us. Your blessings overtake us every single day. In the name of Jesus and for your glory. Have a good night, everyone. Have a wonderful, blessed week. And until next Friday, remember, close any door that is open. Take the power that God has given you and use it every day. No fear. No fear. Because the only true God is with you. Good night and be blessed. Is he that call? You will establish and forgive and keep us from evil. Faithful God, cleanse us, deliver us, and save us. You are the covenant keeper with those who love and obey you. Oh Lord, your judgments are right. You confirm and establish those you have called. Oh Lord, thy faithfulness reaches to the sky. Master of the universe, you are faithful. to the sky Master of the universe You are faithful You are faithful Our confidence and future Is in your faithfulness Even when we go astray
you show us your faithfulness Master of the universe, you are faithful All our justice and righteousness are in you Oh Lord, even your judgments are Faithful